Phoenix Down Radio is on the air. With your hosts, Klaus Nightbringer, Fair Kimono, Chili, and Luna Vox. Welcome, everybody, to Phoenix Down Radio, episode number 84. How's everybody doing tonight? Okay. Cold. You're cold, too, huh, Chili? I am cold, too. I feel you there. I am very chilly here, too. But not not chilly, <laughs> but cold. Clones! I've got clones now. Yay. Yes, I God, am. An, that'd be scary. I, I am now a chili clone confirmed. I, I wouldn't like to see a world of chili clones. <laughs> one of us. One of us. <laughs> uh, it's just going to be uh, the two of us tonight. Uh, Sarah is taking a well-deserved uh, evening off. So you're stuck with just uh, Klaus and Chili, so I'm sorry. <laughs> the world of final chili. <laughs> that, uh, sure, that would be a game that I would buy. It would be my favorite Mass <laughs> Effect. It'll be his favorite Mass Effect. <laughs> if you're on Hyperion, come on and join us at the uh, Phoenix Rising Free Company House. We are in uh, uh, Shiragane Ward 10, Plot 60. Yeah. We'd be more than happy to have you come join us. We have a Christmas tree. Yes. There's, actually, I, I did put the Christmas tree out in the front as well. Oh. So I, I, I can't wait till everyone gets to see their new Christmas trees from the event when it announces. It, it, have you have you seen something that I don't know about yet, Chili? Yeah, I saw it a while back. Hmm, I I must have missed that then. I'm usually yeah, pretty good say, about keeping up on that stuff. All I want to say is, if people like DDR, they're going to enjoy the Christmas event this year. Oh, so you mean we're going into Suzaku? No, we're going to be performing it for a choir. Interesting. We'll be helping the choir sing, and you got to press buttons. Hallelujah. Yeah. I, I don't know what the song is. The so, I don't think the song is in the game yet, but you press buttons and it'll, it, you've got to do it in time. What? Press buttons? In a video game? Nani? And then it's this cute little outfit you can get. It's a Christ, yeah, Christmas-themed outfit. I get it's been a while, so I can't remember what it looks like. Mm. Um, and I know that there's a Christmas tree. Okay. Hashtag chili hats. I mean, it's nice that we're getting another tree. Um, I'd like to yeah. see the return of the uh, outside furnishings. Like we Again, had from... I can't confirm if it's an outdoor tree or an indoor tree. Because I mean, we... what was it? The first year we had the outdoor tree in the event, yeah. we actually had to do stuff with those, which that was a lot of fun. And then did we do something similar the second year? Yeah, you had to go around clicking the trees. To... Mm-hmm. It and was fun. The third year, then we got internal trees, and we started. then we got the... Uh, um, yeah. It was the quest with the bells. We had to repair the bells. Silver bells. And then there was the one we had to go to the uh, little um, orphanage in Ulda. And... Which I still have the gifts for. And we got those <laughs> weird dreams. and Which were the best dreams. So many different th- events that yeah. we've done. So I'm, I'm anxious to see what we get this year. Hopefully it's something good. Yeah. Um, so what have you been up to since the last episode? Um, really, I haven't been on much. Just been doing savage stuff, if I'm honest. Yeah, it's we're... been a bit of a rough week because um, 
Our Dragoon is away until February. Damn. And our tank has a work change. And he, he doesn't know when he's working until like the first day of the week. So that's kind of pretty shitty that you don't get your schedule yeah. until that week. Yeah. Hmm. So it's kind of like we've been trying to fit, fit around him, but okay. sometimes it's just not possible. Yeah. So, that's the other reason why I don't raid because my schedule would be all over the place. And it's like, you know what? Yeah. That doesn't sound like fun to me. So we're going to be hopefully beating O11S on Monday. Well, good luck to you. So, yay. But yeah, otherwise it's been pretty busy for you. I mean, we had the VGAs yeah. on Friday. Yeah. I was on work to or, game on Friday. Or no, was it Thursday that were the VGAs? Thursday were the VGAs. Thursday for you. Yeah. Friday for Friday you, I guess. For me. Early morning. Well, no, yeah. Friday, yeah. Yeah, it was, um, what you call it? 3 a.m. till 7 a.m. Chilly time. So, and then. Uh, no, uh, it was Friday because it was Friday to Saturday. Yeah. Because I had worked a game that same day. Because I appeared on um, Casually Hardcore podcast. And Chili's becoming a regular guest. <laughs> Where I was on camera again for that. <laughs> Chili at the time. I was, uh, I was like, on camera again for that, and I was wearing my Christmas poop hat. Call so. you Mr. Chili? <laughs> Christmas poo? Uh, Honey, uh, but that's cool so, yeah. so go check out uh the work to game channel if you want to see chili on uh on that again yeah you did you actually get to talk this time yeah it was pretty good i also remember i collabed <laughs> with him at, um what you call it um fan fest as well okay um after the live letter i went off to his room with <gasps> chris Ooh. and we sat on camera and recorded Oh, very nice. Yeah, so I did my impressions with work to game as well. Chili's just getting all around. <laughs> uh, and I'm actually—I actually, still find it funny when people Square Enix staff kept coming up and go, "Oh my god, that's a cute beehive hat!" I'm like, really? How cute? Yeah. Anyway. You're going to say something. Hey, I was going to say that I'm uh, working with uh, Ruby and Yelta to be a guest on uh, Gather Together coming up soon. Nice. So make sure to listen for that. We'll be uh, tweeting that out when uh, when they're, when that episode is going to be going live. So that was a fun show. When I they're they're a lot of fun. I I really like yeah. Ruby and Yelta. Yeah, I'm, nice. Pe- I met them at FanFest again. Did so did nice. they recognize you? Yeah, and Ruby was, if I'm rightly, Ruby had the baby at the time. Yes, Ru- Ruby and his wife, they had a, a, a baby yeah. uh, earlier no, this they were year. No, they it around. <laughs> yep. They didn't have it last time because, well, they weren't married no. yet, so. No. But. Time travels. I know. <laughs> Chili, is the doctor now confirmed? Uh, no. Aside from that, let's see. I have been spending a decent amount of time in, uh, um, in game, I've been on most nights. I've streamed most days. Um, nice. I had a hell of a lucky run today in uh, in Pyros. Oh, nice! We were doing some bunny farming and some NM farming, and I ended up getting four gold chests. Oh wow! Each gold chest gives you a hundred thousand gil, plus That's some crazy. random items. The first one I popped, I ended up getting the mount and the hairstyle. Yeah, you're rich. Yeah, that mount right now sells for 13 million on Hyperion. Nice. 
So you're damn right that thing went up for sale. I don't Unless think you, well, you used the first one, right? No, I'm selling this one. I'll I'll get another well, one. Because by the time I get another one, it's going to be like half the price. All right, wait. Oh yeah, it will. I'm I'm and I'm assuming I'll be getting another one sometime in the okay. future. I mean, we have until we've got quite a ways until the next um, evolution well, of we, Eureka. Well, no, yeah, it'd be part two when it's so, yeah. Correct. You, you've got more than enough time. Five months. No, not not that long. Months. About three months. Well, no, four months because next month's the pack. So How about three, three and a months. half months? Let's call it. Anyway, um, aside from that, you know, just been uh, working a lot and uh, on call this week. Yay. Uh, fortunately, yeah. uh, a, a co-worker is covering while I do the podcast. So thank you very much for that doing is. that. I appreciate it. So let's get Thanks into Nick Nar. <laughs> not Nick Nar. He's not covering. He's not a co-worker. <laughs> um, well, let's go ahead and get into some gaming community news. There's actually been a, quite a bit of, uh, of news coming out of uh, Square Enix this last uh, week. Yeah. Um, this bit was kind of interesting. Uh, former, fi- former Final Fantasy 15 director, uh, uh, Tabata actually announced that he's opening up a new studio next year called JP games. <laughs> uh, what a name. Um, so like I said, there hasn't been much, um, else released about it, but he, uh, tweeted the logo and the fact that it's going to be starting up in, uh, January of 2019. So I'm glad that <laughs> I'm not going there, but I, I am glad to see that he's, uh, um, you know, making, you know, keep it on going and, and going to be staying in the games industry. So oh, yeah. That's well, good. He always, we knew that because the fact that the reason why he left was because he wasn't able to do what he wanted. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say that there was some information um, regarding what uh, Luminous is going to be doing in the future. I don't remember if I put that in here or not. I, can't, I actually haven't been paying attention to them because the VJs have just been, stolen my week. Been, yeah, it's taken up a lot of time for you. Um, yeah. Some other good news that we saw come up on uh, um, in earlier this week. Uh, uh, famed composer Nobuo Uematsu posted an update to his Facebook page. And it sounds like his health is improving. That's um, good. This is a translated uh, version of uh, what he posted. Uh, Hello, this is Nobuo Uematsu. It has been a while since I last updated my blog, and I'm sorry to make you all worry. Uh, the time to start composing again is still undecided, but from next year, I'm planning to attend domestic concerts little by little. So it sounds like he's going to try and get out and uh, um, be at some concerts in Japan um, over the next few months, um, but he's not sure when he's going to start doing more composing but he is getting better so hopefully we'll be able to see more of him around that's good yes always good to see somebody with his talent um still able to do what they enjoy yeah and Um, the fact he's getting better really that's the main thing exactly definitely want to hear that um also square enix recently announced that they're going to be working with uh publisher gumi or developer Gumi actually on a new tactical role playing game um based off of yeah Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be titled, titled War of Visions. War of the Visions. Yes, it's a spin-off of Brave Exvius uh scheduled to release sometime in 2019. 
uh, you missed that Decidia is celebrating its 10th anniversary, which is crazy. Yeah, Decidia is 10 years old. So, I mean, for those of you who are playing Final Fantasy or Decidia Final Fantasy Opera Omnia, they're actually doing a uh, 1K a day gem giveaway. So you'll be able to get lots of pulls um, if you sign in every day. You've got uh, through, I believe, January 8th um, to sign in. Um, but if you want to get all 10k yeah. gems, you're gonna want to sign in 10 days before that. So, and then sign in every day. I know it's not fantasy related, but my Dragon Ball game just got one of the game uh, mobile games of the year in Japan. Um, so to celebrate, they're giving everyone 2018 gems, uh, which is like two multi summons when you log in. Oh, so each one's about a thousand. Yeah, that's cool. And um, for every day you log in for the next week, they're giving. Um, tickets which guaranteed rare units so yep there's a lot of lot of giveaways and a lot of celebrations going on in in those games yeah like mobius yep um they've announced uh act two the warrior of despair will be released in the global version of the game uh december 17th um it's going to introduce a new playable character named Sophie, a young girl who lives a boring, placid life in a sleepy little village. I hope she sleeps a lot. That's her special ability, sleeping. Like, like chili. Yeah. Yeah, so, I sleep all the time. Yeah. I'm asleep right now. So I'm, I'm going to name this character Chili. Chiletta. Chiletta. <laughs> uh, and speaking of other uh, mobile games... According to an article I found on Final Fantasy Union, and now this is a direct quote from the article. Those hoping Final Fantasy uh, XV, A New Empire, would die off will be very disappointed to hear that according to Sensor Tower, the mobile game earned an average of $1 million per day in revenue last month. Doesn't that make you sick? It makes me sad. I mean, I guess I'm glad to hear that people are enjoying a Final Fantasy-based game, but... Yeah, but they should enjoy a good one. Yeah, th- this one's a trash game that... that uh, yeah. I tried it once, and it was just disgusting. I downloaded it, played it for about an hour. They tried to make me buy stuff. I'm like, delete it! Yes. I, I mean, I, I've, I mean, I've spent money on mobile games. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, you, I don't know how much you don't want to know how much I've put into, into Pokemon Go. Yeah, like well, like Dokken Battle, the drag- main Dragon Ball book game I play, I probably spent like ha- close to half a grand on it. Wow, like, really? Actually, no, more like two hundred to three hundred quid on it. Yeah, yeah, I haven't gotten quite that much on Pokemon Go. Maybe about a hundred and fifty. And I know that's I've been over what, four and a half years. Wow, that's that game's been around for that long. Yeah. Wow. So I'm saying it's not like I've spent it in a year. I've spent that over the four and a half years. Okay, and so that's that sounds All right, so it's about the same rate that I've spent in, yeah. in Pokemon. Yeah. And I know I've put about 20 bucks into Record Keeper as well. Yeah, I've put about 20 pounds into the other Dragon Ball game. Because that game really feels more free-to-play friendly than Dokken Battle. Dokken Battle is free-to-play friendly, but it's not as free-to-play as Legends. Yeah. Because they have a... Unlike... They'll combine it. They have a daily summon that's cheap. So. Okay. And you get enough from your missions to pay for the daily summon and still have extra. Very cool. I mean, so. that's. I'm finding that with uh, uh, Defu as well. They are pretty. Uh, 
they're pretty generous with the gems. Yeah. I mean, I'm always able to sit on, you know, at least enough. Yeah. Yay, I sold Savage Materia, apparently. Yeah, I just saw it. You sold six of them for 13,000 gil. I, I figured that being in g would have turned that off. Damn it. No, everyone gets to see that forever. <laughs> and ever and ever. Um, Don't worry. The, once the next patch comes out, I don't know if you bring this up, but uh, I couldn't see it in here. No, it's not in here, I think. What? Um, if you do a ready check, it now makes sounds. It'd be like, bur, 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 bur. I don't know what sound it is, but I want to go with. Bur, bur, bur. Yeah, like well, the, what they did was sound. they actually, um, they will be changing uh, where it is uh, um, located within the sound types. It's no longer going to be a no ready um, check will a background make a sound, sound when it ends. Well, I thought they they had just changed it to where who people who have like the background music off, they're still going to hear it because it's now a system sound. No, that's something else. That's um, it's, it's it's part of the quality of life updates that they announced. Yeah, like the HUD trans the HUD translucency transparency. That's it. Yeah, that thing with the stuff that yeah, you the, can see the through thing that makes it invisible, 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 You're invisible. I'll make you invisible, Chili. <laughs> I'll stand. I'll stand so still. I'm invisible. <laughs> That's our new word for day, everyone. There you go. Invisible. But yeah, there's a, there was a few things like that. I I I don't know. I'll probably be talking about that later with other people. But I figured, you know what? Most of you guys are um, able to catch up on invisible. Yes, inconceivably invisible. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and then the last bit that we did see is they announced the date for the 48th producer live letter, um, December 21st at 8 PM Japan time, which would be 3 AM Pacific time, which is some time for me. So it'd be 6 AM Eastern time, 11, about 10 a. 11, a. 11 AM, uh, chili time, I believe somewhere in there. Yeah. Tea time. That'd no, be that, that, that's in the afternoon, time. isn't it? Yeah, tea time is like three o'clock, four o'clock. It'd be for you. It'd be elevensies. Yeah, eleven a.m. You're right. Eleven elevensies just just before lunch, luncheon. Then you've got a tea. I'll make and sure then... I have some bacon and eggs and sausages <laughs> ready. Uh, they're going to be talking about patch four point five part two. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. I know, right? And we will be talking. Oh, wait, we're not talking about patch four point five part two, as in the part two. I'm guessing it's patch four point five part two of the first part, not part two of patch four point five. Well, it, it's the second part of the patch four point five introduction. Yeah, but don't expect it to be the March one. Yeah, expect it to be the January. Oh, we. I don't That's know. confusing. They may talk a little bit about. Um, oh, there'll be a little bit about Eureka. it, but the main focus will be the January one. Yeah, they haven't really said exactly yeah. what will be discussed. Just yeah. patch four point five stuff. Yeah, and things. I'm guessing it'll be Eureka, twenty four man raid, Blue Mage. Well, they already did a good chunk on Blue Mage. I'm not sure they're going to talk more about it yet. I think there'll be a little bit. Maybe we'll see. On At December twenty first, I think it'll be gameplay. Maybe that'd be nice. But yeah, we'll be talking about that on the next episode as well. Which is close to his birthday. Happy birthday! Not yet. 
22nd, right? Yeah, two weeks, yes. Two weeks from today, in fact. Yeah. Actually, I do want to talk a little bit about the next episode um, with people because I believe we're going to also, at the same time, we'll do a holiday party um, for, for Phoenix Rising. So okay. those of you who want to come join us, we'll have a holiday party. We'll do some uh, giveaways and we'll, we'll have some fun. So stop by. Well, there'll, there'll be more plans. Um, we'll, we'll come up with more stuff on it and uh, we'll put out some more information about it uh, in the next few days. I feel like we should steal that Eureka idea. Do what? I feel like we should steal FanFest Eureka for the event. Yeah, the Eureka event for FanFest. Oh! I feel like we should steal that. And and I'll run around uh, um, uh, Pyros naked? No, Animus. Animus? Yeah. But the thing the is... The reason why I say Animus is because more people are going to be high enough level to judge it, therefore keep an eye on the players who are having aggro. Mm, I see, yeah. We're, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, like I said, yeah. I'm max level in, in Pyros right now, so it'd be zero issue for me to help out, so... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That way, a couple of people can be, yeah, you know, the people that stand around just in case. Or I guess we could maybe do it in in uh, in Pagos because, like I said, there's a a lot of people are already high enough level for Animos, but not. We'll see. Pagos. What, it, we'll see. Like I said, last time we did a hide and seek. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll see what games we come up with to to play yeah. and and stuff like that. So I'll I'll maybe have to ping Luna to see if she wants hide, to help. Hide the chili. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that was dirty. Maybe. Um, speaking of Eureka, we're going to talk about Eureka. Uh, there was recently an article that was translated uh, from Dengeki. It was an interview with uh, Yoshi P and Mr. Ozma prior to FanFest. Yeah. And they talk all about um, Eureka with them i'm gonna go ahead and link the article for everybody in uh in twitch if you guys want to follow along uh i don't remember who the um the translator was but i want to thank them i found this on the subreddit so we can find some good things out there besides yeah. um you know um lots of so bunny girl um pictures and salt Uh. So this article starts off talking about how Eureka was formed. Um, the first question actually is, please tell us what was going on that led to the development of the Forbidden Land Eureka. And basically, Yoshida says, at the beginning, we really didn't have a specific plan about it other than wanting to develop a massive player content since the production of 4.0 began either the and like i said this is a translation so i do forgive me i'm gonna try and read it a little bit and or try and maybe fix some of the grammar but it's not gonna be perfect so i apologize in advance um uh, basically they were looking to uh, um, recapture the experience of first gen mmos uh, like exploring while killing uh, monsters and um they said Diadem touched on, on that a little bit, but uh, they wanted to kind of expand on that a little bit. They wanted a little bit more exploration. Um, something that played outside the rules of Final Fantasy XIV. 
Um, so that, um, along with other reasons, that led to developing Eureka. Um, the foremost reason was the lore between Eureka and Labyrinth of the Ancients that they had been wanting to revisit and wrap up sometime after 4.0. However, it seemed difficult to revisit since the storyline on Labyrinth of the Ancients was already finished by the time we were thinking about the Forbidden Land Eureka. So, apparently they wanted to have those two kind of tied together, which is interesting. Well, they teased it, didn't they? Because remember, Eureka is the land that's underneath Labyrinth of the Ancients. Oh, that's true. In in 3, right? Yeah, and they tease it at the end of the um end of the like the I don't think it's the end of Labyrinth of the Ancients, but the end of that sort of raid cycle. The where Crystal Tower or um was it the are you Circus Tower or um Yeah. Uh, Circus Tower I think it was. Well, cuz the last one was actually the uh, um World of uh, Darkness. Yeah. So uh, no, it's just, it might have been the World of Darkness actually. Because remember, they came out of the, the world of darkness. You know, we're not there forever. True. Um, and they had like an aether meter, and that's how they got into the world of darkness. Mm-hmm. And then that dropped, and then it started beeping again when it fell off the screen. So that was like a tease to Eureka. Hmm. I guess I don't recall that. Bad me, I know. Yeah. Sarah no, would be it's very disappointed to remember. That's true, but so. Sarah would still be very disappointed. That's like my favorite cutscene. I still remember. I remember it so well, like it was yesterday. <laughs> when uh, the cat girls give you puff puff, poof poof, poof poof, yeah, poof poof. Uh, he said, "Is also aside hey, from." Susan. <laughs> he also says, "Outside of that, he wanted to use Eureka in any way possible, and he requested that uh, Odasan uh, build lore around that by establishing the connection uh, that Eureka is the Isle of Val." Since we still had the lore about the disappearance of the Isle uh, untouched, and it could be resolved in one shot together, so he, he, and after the Labyrinth of the Ancients thing kind of fell through, they decided to push it to, to the Isle of Val and the uh, School of Baldessian. And that's the current story we have now. Yeah. Um. I know. I, I remember as I was reading through this, they had said that um, Mr. Ozma basically had free reign on the design of this zone. He actually designed all 50 of the uh, Pyros logo sections, which is yes. kind of crazy. A really interesting thing that they had brought up was the fact that they wanted the logos actions to be ready for Animos, but they weren't quite uh, where they wanted them to be at this point. So they, they ended up having to push them back to uh, Pyros for some reason. I don't know why they didn't bring them into uh, Pagos, but they were maybe still trying to balance them. Well, I remember that Pagos was... Developed almost almost right after Animos, so they probably that is true. So the two were were developed in rapid succession. The same. Um, I would be surprised if they developed at the same time because a lot. They just had to, Go ahead, sorry. What they would have done is, is a kind of a standard thing for video game designers. Once, so that people aren't just sat around doing nothing. It's why you people get confused when there's like another game announced or DLC announced right away. It's because a lot of the times, if the graphics designers are finished with the area, then they'll go on to like the next part of the project. So chances are, once they, the like the graphics designer had finished Animos, he probably moved right away to Pagos. Yeah, and they probably had the storyline fleshed out for the yeah. entirety. You know, probably relatively early on. I'm um, gonna guess once they did Animos. 
Yeah, I'm sure they probably shot the storyline out, you know, in in one fell swoop, so they could yeah. figure out where to cut it off and and where to, you know, make all the different distinctions. The the most difficult part was probably implementing a lot of the different. Uh, um, yeah. um, what's the word I want here? The you know ba- balancing the actions and making you know all, all of the little uh, tiny things. Eureka is pretty much just a test bed for every it features in the game. So I feel like Eureka's elemental system was the test bed for um, Blue Mage's um, Circle of the Carnival, where it is. Well, I, I know it's it's definitely a uh, an interesting thing. The logos actions they had talked about, um, yeah. they're 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 fully aware that they're absolutely unbalanced. Oh yeah, and that that yeah. he's actually proud of that. <laughs> he, he, yeah. What? Anyway, what, what were you going to say? I was like, hey. And then I'm like, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. You were saying hi to Maelstrom Radios? Yeah, I was. Hi, Maelstrom Radios. <laughs> um, it's kind of interesting. You know, he, um, Mr. Ozma wanted to um, put all these different actions in there. And he was like, you know, talking to Yoshida, can we do that, please? It's like, as long as they don't leave Eureka. <laughs> And I thought I thought that was kind of funny. That, well, that's that, because he remembers the glitch with um, Palace of Dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, 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 we don't want another Unger Max, dead. huh? No, the Palace of the Dead glitch where you could bring Bombardas out. Yeah, well, that and uh, Unger Max. Unger Max. Yeah, the Unger Max from the Squadrons. Lava Scorpions. Yeah, Hunger Max. Are you hungry Hung- again? Is that what you're saying? Hunger Max. That's that's what it is. You get so hungry that you get hungry and then punch things really hard. That's my cannon. No. <laughs> uh, that's my cannon. Though they are saying that uh, um, Logos actions will be carried over into Hydatos, um, but they're not going to be required. Hydro City. Well, the next portion of Eureka. Okay. Hydro City. I'm sure everyone knows what what that means. (laughs) No. Uh, I'm not. I don't. I don't. No. um, Sonic 3? No. No. trying to go through i let's see there's so many i mean this is a 20 page article yeah so i mean there's a lot of stuff that we have a go what did you do to differentiate from diadem explosions that both are similar mass profit player content our minds were more about recapturing the good parts about the classic mmo experience so we didn't have diadem exploration much to our minds we simply explored and acknowledged what was good and bad about diadem exploration reflected on eureka uh, okay uh i don't know mm-hmm. i th- i think they kind of I liked first item. Well, I mean, I mean well, they tell us, you know, okay, and then they say what was so good and bad about it. Um, well, they say, you know, in the beginning, you know, the diadem exploration started off as to feel free to do whatever you want. But, you know, everybody decided uh, to do the specific things. I mean, that's me talking, not them. Um, but then they were thinking that maybe there's too much freedom. And then later they changed to say, yeah. we'll give you a little bit of guidance for the progression. But uh, they, they couldn't make any good balance with any of that. Yeah. Well, I think they were upset the, at the fact that everybody went to Dino Island to grind out uh, um, fresh tracks. 
<laughs> I, I had to go grind my dino tracks. Well, you know, if we really want to go back to the whole thing, I think the, the biggest issue with Diadem was the fact that the gear was way, the stat weights and, and the available permutations you can get for your, your yeah. gear, it was way too open. You could either yeah. get really, 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 really crappy gear, or you can get some amazing, you know, god tier, um, um, you know, just unbelievable stats. You know, stuff that would actually, you know, it was actually putting raid uh, gear to shame. The I level 210 oh, yeah. stuff that we were getting. I mean, oh, yeah. some of that was four stat gear. Yeah. So And, and it was really high numbers of substats. I, I remember I the gear that I had coming out of Diadem was... It was better than some savage. <laughs> it was way better than what was coming out of Gordius. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. We we were farming that in, instead of doing raid because it was going to help us with our raid. Jigglybutt. Well, we were hoping that it would help us get past Jigglybutt, but it never did. Nobody gets past Nobody. <laughs> but I think... So, so, I expect Jigglybutt to get easier through Jigglybutt. What, and then what they ended up doing with the Animos gear, the... Um, the job specific gear where they put in five materia slots. I thought that was a great idea that they, they made, yeah. you know, the, 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 stats on the gear, you know, the basic stats, you know, they made it okay, but they made it so you could customize it how you wanted. Yeah. And that was actually something really nice. And I'm saddened that they didn't continue on with that in, in Pagos, um, as much, yeah. and then you know, at all, and then ver they done did very little with it in Pyros. You know, yeah. we do have the the Pyros gear that we can get once you get all fifty Logos actions. You can then uh, do a quest in order to get more gear for the different job types. It's not job specific like the Animos gear, but you know, yeah. it it is what it is. And I heard it looks pretty cool as well. Sorry, what was that? I heard it looks pretty cool as well. S some of it looks amazing. Some of it looks kind of meh. Yeah. But what what's the other thing that I found is that I'm liking in Pyros with the uh, the, the final weapon is yeah. you can actually customize its stats, and they went back to an nice. RNG um, with oh. that. You can you, there are I believe. You can get five lines of stats on on that uh, gear, on your weapon. Oh, nice! Shame and I need two count. <laughs> no, actually, no. They'll all you in. You can get up to two hundred of a substat on there, and nice. you can choose whether to keep it or change it. So you can continuously, you know, improve really, the gear. The only skills, the only stats you want are critical hit and direct hit, right? Well, for most jobs, I would say yes. There's a few that where you might want a little bit of skill speed, maybe to push you to the next tier. Because, I mean, yeah. you can get up to a thousand of a substat if you go just with one specific substat. Substat. There we go. Yeah. But the, the, the odds of actually getting that are, are very, 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 very slim. Oh, imagine getting a thousand crit. That would be insane. I would... 
would it even work outside Eureka or is it limited to Eureka? I believe it it it's it works outside of Eureka. I don't believe it is a Eureka only item because this is these are the relic weapons now. Yeah. These are designed to be something that you can um use you know, if you don't want to raid or if you don't want to get the tome weapon. You know, this is the third option for people who want to, you know, quote unquote casually work through to get you know, progression gear. Because a thousand's a lot better than the 300 gear. I mean, 400. But I believe the base stats are lower. Yeah. It may not have base stats at all. I actually haven't seen what the base stat, uh, what the base stat weapons are for any of the weapons. Because I'm still not to that phase yet. I just finally got 20 Logos actions, so I got the second step. I've been working on my Red Mage weapon for this, so I got my Elemental Tuck plus two now. Speaking of which, let's talk a little bit about those uh, Logos actions. You haven't gotten in there at all yet, have you? No, I haven't. Are you familiar with how the system works? Yeah. Okay. So basically, for those of you who might not be familiar with what it is, basically you go through and you can collect these little uh, um, crystals from while you're in Pyros through a number of different ways. The, the way that they intended you to find that, fight them was killing mobs. That was the number one way for you to get Logos actions, kill mobs. As you chain, you'll get these little Logos crystals, and they have different types of them. Um, and they're sellable. Before you turn them in, they're, they're sellable. You can put them on the market board. People make a lot of money off of some of those. Because some of them are really easy to get, and some of them are an absolute pain to get. Once you collect these crystals, you take them to Drake, and at that point, you then um, he will basically look at them and he'll tell you what uh, type of crystal it is. And there are a I don't know how many of them are there? Give me just a second. I have a there's a number of sites that are there to help you figure out which types of logograms and uh, um, the the types of each one there are. So. Like for me, I'm currently using fflogos.com. Um, it helps you to uh, keep track of the uh, logos actions you've collected and the logograms that you have um, uncovered and which ones you still need. So, of the when you first find logograms, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different types conceptual, fundamental, offensive, protective, curative. Tactical, inimical, 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 that's a hard word to say, and mitigative. Some of them are more, a lot more difficult to find than others. Like For instance, tactical are found from heat, loot, heat lockboxes. Mitigative are found in gold bunny chests. Um, inimical are found from sprite adaptations. So... And then once you get them uh, um, appraised, they can turn into a, any number of a different type of them, like uh, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 12, 13, 18, 18. There are a total of 24 different types 
that you can uh, collect from when you uh, have them appraised. So it's it's a very somewhat complex system. And then you use these different ones that you have appraised, take them to the uh, the Logos machine. What do they call that thing? Do you remember, Chili? The Forge, I think. No, that's not the Forge. Are you sure? Uh, the Forge is where you uh, have your crystals uh, um, okay. forged up. Anyway, it's it's it looks like a little machine sitting out front of uh, where um, Geralt is, and you take these different uh, logos crystals, and you can then use them to create logos actions. And you have to then create all fifty of these in order to f fully get through this portion of it and unlock the elemental armor. So. The different ones that they have available are kind of cool. Like they have where you can have raise and cure on a DPS class. Um, yeah, you can have death. You can, yep, you can have a death spell. You can have yep. a, sp a sprint spell, which basically makes you run faster than the mounted people. And that's true. You, can have you, you run so fast that you're actually faster <laughs> than anybody who's got a mount. And it works while you're mounted, so you can go really fast. You can get uh, stealth. Yep. There, though there are still some mobs that are true sight and we'll see right through it. Yeah. Um, you can get uh, something called Wisdom of the Plate Bearer, which increases your defense by 3,000 and your max HP by, by 50%. You can use that yeah. as any job other than a tank, because that would be kind of OP as a tank. But I actually used that today when I was in, um, in Pyros, and I had more HP than our tank did. <laughs> Um, just a number you of different are the tank. Yeah, I, I, and actually, I think it increased my enmity uh, as well. But yeah, there's a number of different uh, actions that you can get, and some of them are pretty damn powerful. If you were able to use these outside of Eureka, it would be like easy mode. Oh, they brought back Featherfoot. They did Featherfoot, and they brought back Eagle Eye Shot. They brought, they brought back, back. They brought in yeah. Banish. Stone skin. Yep, Stone skin is in there. Smite. Look, monk. Dispel. Look, uh, can get blood buff again. They mm -hmm. just have to go to Eureka. Yep, bravery. Rejuvenate. Yeah. Haymaker is in there. You remember? Did they, they took that oh, away from from uh, monk? Didn't they? Yeah. So that's back there. The Haymaker was when you dodged, you could attack. Yep. So yeah, there's a lot of old actions that used to be, you know, job um, actions that they uh, took away. They brought them back in Logos, as well as a few, uh, some of our favorites from other Final Fantasies. By the way, a little fun fact. If you cast Death, the re if you cast Death at every recast time, you'll be able to cast it every time until you get kicked out. Because the recast time is perfect. The amount of um, uses is the exact amount of time that you're actually in Eureka. Oh, so basically you want to just keep hitting death, huh? Well, no, you can only use it like once every like five minutes. So always be, so always keep so, death on cooldown then. Yeah. It doesn't it work on bosses cooldown. though. That's fine. I think the funniest action that I have seen so far though, uh, you know, death is a cool one, but uh, where is it here? It is, 
the funniest, I think I actually, yeah, it, Catastrophe. <laughs> deals unaspected damage to all nearby enemies with a potency of 4,000 while dealing damage with potency of 999999 to self. <laughs> Basically, my Jingakure. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's the explosion. You, 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 it's yeah. the, the, the self-sacrifice. You, you, you blow up to, to kill enemies. Klaus self-destructs. Yes. I'll shout to the enemies. I'll just run up and jump on their back and blow and, up. Yeah, Kane is talking about reflect strats. That is a uh, uh, strat that they use for uh, light gaining, and yeah. it's pretty um, pretty OP. I mean, we find uh, reflect here. I, th- yeah, I don't think that's one that I can damage. get. It's fine. This website, FFXIV logo decks, I can click and see all the things. I have to click all of them. Yeah, there's 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 a few different uh, sites out there that there to help to uh, help you figure out what you need. Yeah, creates a magic reflecting barrier around self or party member for ten seconds. So oh my god, bravery! Yay! So ha- having all of these actions and be, you know being able to use them is not required unless you want to get all the the items. Yeah. You have to find. You have to create them in the uh, logos manipulator. That's what it's called, the logos manipulator. At least once to have found the recipe for it, um, but you don't have to use them ever, really. But yeah. some of these, I don't know why you wouldn't want to use them. Like wisdom of the plate bearer is a pretty nice one, especially if you, you're going to know you're going to be uh, tanking a lot of uh, enemies away from you know the different groups if you're maybe in a smaller party and you're just trying to get as much damage out there as possible that way you can take a few more hits without dying yeah or if you want to do some solo um logogram collecting death is just a kind of a fun one but i think that well, this, you just use it on cooldown yeah i think the system is interesting but it's it's not perfect it is definitely flawed I think the biggest flaw of the system is the fact that they're locking all of the um, items, all, all of the relic stuff behind it. Yeah. That is. Don't nerf it with the patch. We can hope. I mean, because I've only found, or I've currently created 21 different uh, logos actions, which means I have 29 to go. And there are a good number of them that I haven't even found the proper logograms for to make it. So, because some of those are very, very rare to come across while you're in Pyros. And you need to, you need to get to a certain point within the system, basically, before you can even start collecting them. Or you need to collect them very early on, which is what I learned too late. I discovered that some of the sprites will give certain logograms. I believe they will give the um, mitigative ones early on. Or you have to get really lucky and get them in gold chests. I think that's the ones it was, but most people will end up doing the farm the bunnies and then NM train, which is what I did to try and just get through it and get it done, right? Yeah. 
But, well, it is what it is. I really don't feel like um, de-leveling at all, but... I de-leveled a couple of times. You know, I'm actually pretty lucky. This is just on a side note. I have never lost XP in Eureka. Oh, loads, loads. I think I de-leveled three times once. In one instance? Yeah. Holy crap. Well, no, 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 no one instance. It's just over time. Oh, okay. I guess I've been pretty fortunate to always have been able to get a raise. Yeah. So, counting my blessings. But, um... What are, so then, Chili, what are some of your thoughts then as to how they've implemented Eureka and t locking I love the, the concept. Go ahead. Sorry. But I would. I, I just want them to add a level sync, really. That's all I want. Was, if they had that, then Eureka would be fine for me. Levels, level sync would be amazing. And not. we're not talking about sinking down to the level of a boss. No, we're talking sinking down to the level of your party. Yes, I mean, it's something they've had in Final Fantasy XI for ages. Yeah. You know, the, giving you the ability to sync within two levels of the lowest level of the person in your party. There, I know yeah. there, we have a lot of friends who ha are still level in, in, in the single digits in Animos. Yeah. So being able to go back and help them level up would be amazing or give people like us who decided to rush through and get to level 50 right away, <laughs> you know, sink back down to say level 36 or seven and fight sprites would be amazing. It would definitely yeah, make it nice. a lot easier to farm up specific logo logograms. Um, it would give us a chance to, you know, help other lower level people level up in a, you know, fun and um, interesting way other than just NM train rush. That has been my biggest complaint. When they went in and they patched Pyros, they put way too much XP on the bosses, yeah. on the fates. I don't know. They, they... When you're getting 9 million XP from the level 49 and 50 bosses... There's something wrong. And even early on, I think I was getting two million, two and a half million. It only took six or eight NMs to level. If that. You know, by the time that, that happened, Pyros was about to come out, so. No, no, I'm talking Pyros. Oh, okay. When you get to Pyros, I mean, if you if you follow the NM train, and, and you get a lot of NMs, man, that XP is just amazing. Right. And if you do your challenge log once you're thirty five plus, I mean, you're getting millions of XP for your challenge log. I think they've realized that people just want to rush through it. But that then again, that's the problem. Yeah. Is they they. Put the XP in the wrong location. Yeah. I am of the opinion where if they had put a boost to XP for the mobs, you know, the, the different monsters that are sitting out in the open world, 
and giving you um, a boost to the experience for chaining those, that would have been a lot better for people, and people wouldn't be struggling to try and farm up logograms right now. That's just my opinion. Because I'm finding it to be the most difficult to farm up those specific logograms so I can get all the actions, so I can get through and get all of the uh, weapons that I want. I mean, I'm still going to go kill NMs because I'm going to need Pyro's crystals. Yeah. But in, or but in order to be able to get all of those items, I still need to get all the Logos actions, and you can only get so far doing the, the uh, NM train because they don't drop hardly anything. Yeah. Uh, hydrate best sister should be hydrated. <laughs> I have my water here. How about you, Chili? I have energy drinks. It's it's three AM in the morning, okay. Okay. <laughs> they are mainly water. And I have water as well because I balance between energy and water. So what about you guys out there listening live on Twitch? Do you guys have any ideas as to what are your thoughts on the Eureka system? I mean you can feel free to jump into the Discord if you want. Um we would love to hear your opinions there. Um, yeah, Ken, that's why I mix between water and energy drink. But yeah, I'd love to know what your opinions are, guys. So let's go back into that article and see if we can find some more interesting questions to uh, to read the answers to. Um, the person asking the uh, questions had said, the first time they entered the instance all by themselves, they found themselves in a party with everyone else. It was surprising. Uh, he said it was a different experience for sure. And uh, then he realized he was a dragoon and had to shout for hours. <laughs> um, they had hoped to introduce Eureka and in patch 4.1, but they had many works to finish for 4.0. Uh, they ended up uh, with 4.25 instead to make sure the content was more fully developed, even if it meant delaying the release. I forgot that they pushed it that far back. Yeah. It's it was quite far back compared to, you know, in fact, remember it was even announced at FanFest. Yeah, that was one of the big announcements at FanFest 2016 was Eureka. And then we didn't get it until almost 2018. Yeah. Or was it 2018? That will be 2018. Yeah. Or if it wasn't, it was damn close. Yeah. Uh, and then they talk a little bit about... Uh, um. The death. Okay, she says Eureka showcases the charms of a first-gen MMO because the system was put with so much effort. Was there anything you would say is a success? Um, and the and Mr. Uh, Ozma said the death penalty had mixed options, but he's glad to have it implemented. I am personally, I don't care either way. I don't care, but I I kind of like it. It's different. It makes you feel like there's actually a penalty to dying. For one. Yeah. Um, well, I there is already a kind of a penalty to die. It's just not that bad. You know, the well, fact you've got to go repair stuff. Well, well, I'm just saying, you know, most people don't care about that. Yeah. You know, re repairing gear has been something we've been doing forever. Yeah. I remember back in the 2.0 days where it was annoying. Yeah. Um, Nick and I added Animus released in 4.25, which was the third... Oh, you're writing in British? No, you're writing in America. Yeah, oh, they, damn it. Uh, March 13th. 
So it's yeah. been out for less than a year. So there's no, not 13 months in a year. <laughs> Lousy smarch weather. <laughs> yeah, it's smarch third, according to you, the way you read it. Degenery. The Danry. Jam Sember. Jam Sember. Um, lots of little questions. Uh, talk, they talk a little about the bunnies. It gets on your nerves when you're venturing in dangerous areas when a single death takes 12, min- 12 million experience away at ev- yeah. elemental level 50. Those um, bunnies. <laughs> yeah, I even died three times myself while in pursuit of those bunny coffers. I mean, seriously, there is one area in Pyros where as a level 50, I don't like to go because there are so many mobs that are true sight that bunch up together and yeah and then you get you finally get there after eight minutes and you get a bronze coffer and you want to strangle that goddamn bunny i think the most aggravating thing about the bunnies though is the fact that uh random aoe's can kill them okay did you know that no if a, if an enemy's AOE hits a bunny, it'll knock it out. Oh well. So, I mean, I've been traveling with my bunny, and people will have like a, a train of different mobs behind them, and they're just just behind me, and maybe my bunny will be just at the edge of it when it goes off, and it will take him out. And I'll be like, "Damn it, my bunny! bunny. Me. My bunny is dead. My bunny and me." I don't know. So, it's this new sitcom, My Bunny and Me. How about no? Oh, how about uh, yes? No, let's not. So yeah, the rest of the Twitch chat should it be a thing? Uh, anyway, make it p- part, part of the Phoenix Town Radio. Uh, never mind. <laughs> So what feedback from Animos was reflected in Pyros's direction direction of development? Um, probably the most was the overdone recreation of the classic MMO experience, even including the parts that made harsh. What the heck? That's parts that were made harsh. Parts that were made harsh. That no parts that made harsh. <laughs> I don't understand that. I thought it would be an Russian? issue. No. Also, make Hirsch. I agree, Fair Eyes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, I, I, there's a, like I said, there's so much of this to go through. I thought this would be, I was hoping we would have the ability to go back and forth a little bit more and uh, bounce the ideas off of it, but there's just so much to go through. Um. Yeah. So what that was part earliest of the early plans. What? <laughs> that was the question. So that was planned earliest of the early plans. Congratulations. We originally planned to have both in the beginning, but only focused on. <coughs> oh, that was a logos thing. Okay. Some of these questions are the best part. So by any means, logos actually seem to be just the spice. The spicy. The spice. The spice flows freely. Okay. okay, the next free content is patch 4.55. Yep. Uh, that, uh, it's not patch 4.3, most rep work for patch 
we're almost ready for 4.5, but we're not pushing that kind of step too soon. Uh, now that Pyros is patched, what are what is the player's reception? Um, it's about the level that they expected. Uh, it seems that they learned from experience of making Animus and Pagos. Um, yeah. In Pyros, they intentionally placed loopholes in balance that would break here and there. So they did that on purpose. They made, like I said, the Logos actions are are broken in some spots. Um, but it, it, it's... They also it's mentioned how... Uh, sorry, Kyle. No, I was just going to say, it's definitely... It, it put a twist on what people were thinking, and it allows people to, you know, either get through it a little faster or at whatever pace they want, I guess. Yeah. Uh, like using Logos Reflect. Mm, oh, yeah. And... In the hunt of or destructive magic of Midara with Logos Charge. Which is catastrophe uh, to us. Uh, yes, like Hunt's using Logos has to from Logos Country ignores Hologram before I had for all of those. Oh, that's cool, look. Oh, that kind of sucks, but it makes sense that Hologram wouldn't work. I suppose that it probably doesn't work for uh, um, what's the warrior action? Home gang. Omega. And, oh. uh, and um, for Dark Knight, it's um, Living Dead. That one move. Yeah, that one move. But yeah, overall, if you guys want to go through all of the uh, this entire thing, like I said, because we don't, it's it's long. It is very long. I, like I said, I was hoping to have a little more of a conversation on it, but uh, I, I put I put another link to it for you guys if you want to read through it all of it. Basically, what I'm getting from all of this is, I like Eureka in a lot of ways. But my biggest complaint is how they locked the relic behind it. It's not just that. It's the fact that there's no way to level sync and play with your friends. If there's a way to do that, I don't think it'd be too bad. I agree. Like I said, that's something that I really hope that they bring within the Eureka system soon. Like I said, but it's not as much of a deal breaker for me. Um, and yeah. the only reason I really have to run Eureka is because I want the relic. Yeah. I want to be able to get those items, but especially in Pyros, having to unlock every single Logos action to get everything and, yeah. and the struggle to try and find some of those Logograms is a little bit daunting. Yeah. Kane in the chat is saying he hates how the community devolved from Animos to Pagos. Yeah, that's true. Animos, it was really nice, and Pagos, just people that wouldn't do stuff. Yeah, and I liked Animos' system a lot better. It was simple. Yeah. You go and you collect crystals. Yeah. Three different types of crystals, basically. Well, I'm calling the feathers a crystal, just for simplification. You've got... um. Animos crystals, you've got Eureka crystals, and then you've got the Pazuzu feathers. Well, you talk about the Animos crystals, you got Animos crystals, and then you got the. Um, what's, it wasn't crystals as well. It well, was like, there, there were two different types of actual crystals that you needed. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were Eurekan crystals. 
That was the Eureka crystals. That's what I thought they or whatever they were called. Um you needed so many of each of those to get your weapons and your armor. And but you could get those just by doing the content. So it, whatever you were doing, you were making progress. Yeah. I liked that. Pagos came out and they introduced they they changed it up. I'm trying to remember exactly how Pagos went. I I kind of slept through it, to be honest with you. Well, you really had the watch great crystals, didn't you? Oh yeah, Pagos, you had to farm with your teapot. Yeah. Which, kettle, which is in Pyros, isn't it, as well? You need two kettles to uh, redo well, your stats. Well, I'm not there yet, because I haven't gotten okay. 30 Logos actions yet. Well, you need two kettles if you want to um, re-roll your stats. One mm. if you're a paladin. Well, uh, I thought you needed one for the uh, um, the shield, too. Shield, yeah. One for the shield, one for the weapon. But anyway, um, so, I mean, it was still, basically, you would get light as you were progressing through the content, yeah. so you were making progress. But, like I said, it was another bit that they added to it that you had to get, and it was only for the weapon. There was no armor. In, in Pagos. Yeah, which sucked, because I like the armor. And then they introduced the elemental conflicts. The bunny yeah. fates. When they first came which out... Which rubbish. They were worthless. Nobody did them. They got no experience, yeah. and people were dying at them, so people said, the hell with this, I'm not doing it. Yeah. There's no major reward for it, especially early on, because those bunnies would take you to areas that would kill you. Yeah. Like it did me a couple of times. Yes. So nobody did them. The bunnies would just sit there and they'd sit there. And uh, yeah. yeah. Even with cool items in the, as a possible reward in the chests, nobody did them. Well, yeah, it's not worth risking dying. To get some random uh, crappy um, materia. Yeah. So yeah, and then... Yeah. The, the entire feeling within Pagos, it was a change in attitudes. Kane was right. People were n more focused on just running back and forth between NMs. Yeah. The way it, the, the, the design of the zone itself was also a turnoff. Having those choke points with the dragons. Oh, those are the worst. That turned me off of Pagos for a very long time. So I found something out at FanFest I didn't know. What's that? You can sleep with the sleeping dragons. Yeah, you could. They, 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 crowd control was a thing in Eureka. Still because, is. Um, yep, that race. And the only reason why he got ahead of me was because he could, was cast in sleep. Oh, you had somebody who was a black mage? Yeah. Nice. Well, no, we didn't win the p opponent one. I got so close as well. Close. But no, I did like the fact that it was two sets of Lalafels. One in uh, pig costumes and the other in... Oh, I can't remember what it was. Now. Reindeer. Reindeer, that was yeah, it. There, there was or actually, there was, it, they were mixed in between. It was orange and blue. And blue, yeah. 
for the two teams. I think with a nod of to red versus blue, but without being copyrighted. <laughs> Basically. Um, yeah. But now with Pyros, you know, the, the XP on the NM train is huge, so you, people can get through it relatively quickly once you get in there. Yeah. The Bunny Fates now give experience, and they pop quite frequently, so people are actually doing them. It is a decent way to get some pretty cool stuff, including logograms. You don't get, you know, th there's different ones spread out depending on what type of chest you get, but it is a legit farming strategy. However, the fact that you have to have so many of them unlocked to progress, that is my biggest pet peeve in Pyros. And I think you'll see it too once you get there. Yeah. Anybody else Maybe have any ideas on that? I mean, I'm assuming you're planning on getting in there at some point, right? Yeah, I hope to one day. I would love to hear what somebody in the uh, chat thinks. I don't think anyone else has actually made it to virus in our chat. Well, I know Luna is level 50 now as well. There's Luna in the chat. But she's not, but uh, she's the only other yeah. person that I know. Luna <laughs> <laughs> um, the Vox. Okay, the owner, is she back in Lost, right? Yes. I think she's in game, but I'm not sure what she's doing. Role playing. Mm. Well, one, one thing that they're talking about, you know, moving forward now, I'm going into the next yeah. section of it here, I guess, because I do want to talk a little bit about, um, they're giving me a little bit of information. You'll be able to finish the storyline by just with just progression. So, I mean, you don't have to get all the items in order to progress. Yeah, the new dungeon, the new dungeon idea sounds cool. It'll be interesting to see what that is. Hopefully it's not just another uh, emergency deployment. Well, I said it's like big public dungeons, the whole area, so... It can't exactly be uh, emergency missions because otherwise it would be the area. Uh, and if 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 this interview took place before FanFest and they said that it's almost yeah. done, then it must be damn near completion now. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'd be maybe we'll get lucky and we'll see it before March. Maybe. I I hope so. I hope it doesn't. We don't have to wait until March to get it because it. I would like a little bit of time to actually be able to enjoy yeah. progression through it, not rush to get through it before 5.0 drops. Because realistically, that's only three months. Yeah, but if it's the main content for that patch. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, the fact that we're only going to have three months to, yeah. to get through it to get the last bit of relic, that that's kind of sad and kind of shitty. Yeah. Well, it gives us three months to enjoy Blue Mage. <laughs> Two and a half months, really. Yeah. Well, people will be continuing to enjoy Blue Mage for quite a while. I'm, I don't plan on rushing through it. I plan on you, you know, leveling it a little bit here and there. Maybe a couple times a week on stream. But uh... I don't know if I'd want to stream Blue Mage. It depends on how random the random abilities are. Yep. So uh, they're saying Hydatos is the uh, finale of Eureka. Uh, 
they're, they're, it's going to close the Eureka storyline. There won't be anything after that regarding it. Um, all right, I'm not going to read any more because I don't want to spoil any of the storyline. So. Okay. Because there are more spoilers within that. So if, if you don't want to be spoiled on it either, maybe you want to cut off at about page 16. So. Final thoughts on that, Chili? Really good interview. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, like, it was an interesting read. I will give it that. Yeah. I guess I, I cut off towards at the very end on, on reading through it. Because um, yeah. I wanted to see what their thoughts are were on the um, actual creation oh, of it and their ideas Sam Mayo is also in Pagos sorry I went to check my friends list <laughs> again it was one of those it's a it's a more popular piece of content than Diadem we'll give it that it's had more staying power than Diadem ever did is it as much fun as, as Diadem was in the beginning I'm not sure I loved Diadem right away. I might be one of the few who did, but I got into some very good groups with good friends. We had a blast doing it. And uh, like I said, I, I look upon that you know pretty fondly. We had a lot of fun. We had some good times in Animos, but I have not had that same um, emotion in Pagos or Pyros. What about you, Chili? Um, yeah, I agree. I had a lot of fun in Animus, but Pagos with the community just killed it for me. So, yeah. So I want everybody out there who's listening, let us know. What do you guys, what are your thoughts on Eureka? Do you think it was successful? Do you think that it needs a lot of improvement? Do you think that it should have been scrapped and had something else done? Um, we really would like to hear your thoughts on that. You can tweet at us at PHXDN Radio or email podcast at phoenixdownradio.com. So with, we'll go ahead and put a pin on that for now. Let me get back into the show notes then. Um, but one last thing I actually should say. While I was in Pyros today, I actually had somebody uh, shout at me. Uh, so I'm gonna give them a shout back. Yeah. Kai Zen from Exodus. Um, they said that they love the show. So thank Yay. you very much. I appreciate that. Love hearing from uh, you guys. And uh, like I said, I hope that you enjoy this show and your shout out here. Um, and uh, they they said that they listen to the podcasts while they are sitting in Eureka grinding. So <laughs> <laughs> you know it it. It makes sense. It's it depending on what you're doing. Yeah. It it is kind of brainless. I mean, I was watching some anime while I was doing that earlier today. So maybe I'll tell you what anime yeah. if you listen to the anime podcast um, from PSU.com. Yeah, which will be live tomorrow night on PSU.popping.com. <laughs> yeah, and I'll probably actually be there again this time. I took a few weeks yeah. off now, so yeah, we'll be doing a certain podcast special. All right. I w- I watched all of it in like two days. Uh, Any last thoughts? Eureka! It exists. It Somewhat sure does. Do do. 
it's not it's you yeah. don't have anything else to say about it either, do you? No, not really, no. And that's kind of sad. That's really kind of sad. I'm looking forward to the public dungeons, but I'm not looking forward to them. It's like that meme picture where it's like, I expected nothing, but still was disappointed. All right. And since we don't have a Sarah, we're not going to have any lore this week, but it, he promised us he's going to have something really special for, for the next show. Christmas lore. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Um, so guys, that's going to do it for this episode. I have a scorpion with your tail so bright. Can you lead my sleigh tonight? No. <laughs> uh, if you liked what you heard, please make sure to like subscribe or follow us here on iTunes, Stitcher, Google podcasts, or whatever your preferred podcatcher is. You can also check us out on YouTube. Um, I saw that. I have- saw mommy petting lava scorpion last night underneath the <laughs> I'm going to have to mute you pretty soon, Chili. We'll go around a surprise announcement next week. Get ready. <laughs> big shocking announcements coming from Mooka. Go around coming soon. From me and Paul, big shocking announcements. Can I, can I do the outro here? No, one more thing. You can I do your one end. more thing on when we... I need we, to end the show this week with... Can, can, am I ending the show or do you want to do the outro? We're just doing the outro, then we're going to do the, the shout outs. Come on. Okay, good, good, okay. You should know how this goes, Chili. Damn it. We'll go around announcement soon. Okay, you can talk about that in a little bit. If you really dig the show, please consider using a subscription here at twitch.tv slash Radio. If you have, like, uh, Amazon Prime, you get a free Twitch Prime subscription that you can use on your favorite streamer. And if you happen to think that we're your favorite streamer and use it on us, we'd greatly appreciate that. Just don't let it go to waste. Make sure to use it on somebody who is deserving of it. Um, Or you can also um, consider being a patron at patreon.com slash Radio, like the amazing Aurori Fenrir. All proceeds we get uh, through those uh, options go towards growing the show. Uh, we use it for hosting costs and some fun giveaways. But no matter what type of support you give us, whether it's likes, retweets, um, subscriptions, or whatever, uh, it's always greatly appreciated because we really love interacting with you guys. Again, uh, you can catch this episode and all of our our backlog of uh, episodes as well as Google go around out at our website phoenixstarradio.com um you can catch us out on twitter at phxdn radio um and if you want to join our facebook group it is facebook.com slash group slash phoenix down radio now chili you can do your shout outs and your announcements okay um well I w- first i want to shout out she heals i tank uh, because I've said that um, um, if they reach 500 followers on Twitter, I will give away a Fenrir mount. So, yeah, if they reach 500 followers, they're currently at 494, they will get a Fenrir mount. Um, so, yeah, and I also want to shout Mooga around radio, which has a very surprise announcement and i'm just going to leave it with angela review which is an anagram of what we mean so if you can work out what that anagram is you'll know 
Um, and a shout out to PlayStation University. Go check them out. We just covered the VGAs, which was fun. A shout out to Master Radio, twitch.tv slash Master Radio. They just rebooted the show. And now they're a general gaming podcast to help the community. Uh, shout out to Shields and Tankers, as obvious. Um, so, yeah, that's my shout outs. Also, I might do a February amount for Phoenix Down as well. Maybe Ooh. you'll find out at Christmas. Ooh. Do, do it stay about Lava Scorpion Rings? Are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And I just want to shout out everybody who is uh, checking us out here live at Twitch. Um, everybody who listens to us out on the podcast. Chili, to you yeah. for being an amazing yeah. co-host who is here regardless. I'm always here. To Sarah, who is uh, in, hopefully enjoying a uh, wonderful uh, Saturday. To Luna, yeah. who is uh, just an amazing person. To Kane. Uh awesome co-leader of uh, Phoenix Rising Free Company to Nick Nar, who is a really awesome person and uh, yeah if you want to follow me on Twitter I am at phxdn underscore k-l-a-u-s-s Chili is at mgr underscore chili right? yeah or, yep. yeah okay because I know MGR you changed it chili. um yeah so yeah for my co-host Chili, I'm Klaus Nightbringer, wishing everybody a wonderful evening. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Of course it's just Phoenix Down Radio is a production of PhoenixDownRadio.com and Illusion Productions. Final Fantasy 14 and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. In-game content for Phoenix Down Radio is the copyright of Square Enix. Open to music for Phoenix Down Radio is provided by Guilty Gear Rocky. Check out the Metal Chocobo theme cover and many other music videos at youtube.com slash guilty gear rocky. Closing music for this episode is provided by GuitarWanker90. Please check out their full version of Matoya's Cave and other rock video game covers at youtube.com slash GuitarWanker90. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of Phoenix Down Radio and its hosts and do not reflect the views of Square Enix.